You're listening to an Apple Viz podcast. Hello, my name is Thomas Donville, also known as Anonymous. We are going to step through and show you the process and the interface of an iOS app called OpenAI GPT. Yep, this is the OpenAI that you have been hearing about. It's a hot topic to discuss. You probably read many different news sources and heard from other media places, plus some of my podcasts I've been covering on various OpenAI technology. Now comes OpenAI GPT. This is the official app by the company of OpenAI. There are dozens, if not more, of copycats version of those in the App Store. So it's good to see that the official OpenAI GPT is now landed into the iOS App Store. I don't know what to tell you guys, but I absolutely love the OpenAI technology. It's just totally revolutionized everything we do on a daily basis. And the chat GPT is just as simply amazing as well. You probably heard about this past year. Last fall, we got a wind of the OpenAI chat for the 3.0 model, which refers to a third model which is like a version, really. So OpenAI started with the GPT-1, 2, 3. And then earlier this year, in March, it came out with 3.5. So just a little bit of a more accuracy and update to the original Model 3. And they do have Model 4, but you have to pay for that tier. And within this OpenAI GPT iOS app, it provides a free plan and a purchase plan. So it is free to use with an in-app purchases, and the free plan uses the 3.5 model. So it's not as accurate and as good as the Model 4, but in my case, it's doable. I like what it provides and what how it answers things. I tell you, this has found a place on my home screen right in the front. Yep, it is right up there because I use this on a daily basis. I don't think there's a day that goes by I don't use this. It is so much better than using Siri and other assistants out there. Just blows those out the door. So let's get started with the OpenAI GPT. First thing you need to know, when you first download this and install it, and you open it for the first time, you're going to notice your phone goes crazy, and meaning the haptic is just going bzz, 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 and doing all these type of buzzing. And do not worry, that is normal. That's how it's supposed to work. And this takes you to the login screen where you can create a new account if you don't have one. It's easy to set up. You can either use your Apple, Google, or just create your own with your own email. If you already have an account, you just sign in. Once you sign in, the haptic will go away. And the good news, you can turn off the haptic. The haptic is built into the iOS, and I'll be showing you when that happens and how you can turn that on and off if you wish. Also, keep in mind, as I always said before, with any type of AI, it is not 100%. It always will have some issues. So use your common sense. Don't ever take what it seems or deems as an answer as 100% accurate. Sometimes it'll make up things and tell you incorrect information that does come up from time to time. But more times than not, I seem to have the pretty accurate information that was given to me. I'll show you a couple ways how you can regenerate it to see if it gives you a different answer. 
And then one last bit of note I want to make is that this time of release is early and is brand new. It is a little bit heavy on the battery and it just turns your device into what I call a hand warmer. Yeah. <laughs> so if your phone gets warm, have no fear that it's normal. Hopefully that when they come out with future updates to the app that it will resolve the heavy processing and doesn't quite drain the battery as much and stop making your device like a hand warmer. All right, without further ado, let's head on over to my iPhone. That's where I've installed the OpenAI GPT. Chat GPT, double tap to open. So once it's installed, it is labeled as Chat GPT. So let's go ahead and open that up. One finger double tap. Chat GPT. Now let's go over the interface quickly here and that way we can get an idea how the screen is laid out and then we'll show you some more things how to use it and other various items top right menu button pop-up button double tap to activate the picker is your menu button we'll be coming back in a few moments let's go to the right new message text field double tap to edit use the rotor to access misspelled words so here is the edit box that you will be entering to ask the chat GPT various questions or requests. So you just tap that once with one finger double tap and then enter your question and then go to the right of that. Dictation button shows the voice recording interface and begins recording. It's the option to use dictation. Now, obviously, for those of voiceover, we're going to be using the two finger double tap, which is we consider as magic tap to do the dictation into the box. Or you can use your handy dandy keyboard if you want to enter the question from there. Let's go to the right. Sent. Dimmed. Button. And then once we're ready, we're going to send it to ChatGPT so we can receive an answer back. Now, at the very bottom center, that's where the message is. Bottom right, that is where the send button is. Top right is the menu. Now, once you double tap on the message, it'll pop up. So it'll essentially move up by half up the screen where the bottom half is where your keyboard is going to live. So you'll have to tap in the center to find the message box once again. So meaning that it's not going to be at the bottom center or bottom right after you initialize the new message area. Before we do that, let's go to the menu button, top right. Menu, button, pop-up button, double tap to activate the picker. Let's do one finger double tap on that. History, button. Okay, so the first item that comes up is the history. Yes, this is the history of all the conversation or the sessions you have had with your chat GPT. So each of the session, I'm going to call them session, but they call them chat. And once you go into a session, so you ask a specific question, that becomes a session. And that means you have a conversation with the open AI self. So I can ask specific questions. I can do follow-up questions, etc. That becomes a session and that gets stored in the history. So even though I might have asked three questions in that particular session. It's just going to show up one session or chat, if that makes sense. We'll be coming to back to that after we do all the demonstration and the variety of things you can do with OpenGPT. Settings button. There's a settings button. New chat button. New chat is something that you want to come back to to initiate, meaning that you're done with the session. You don't want to keep doing this different questions in the same session because it will confuse the OpenAI GPT and it will get confused 
to say I'm looking stuff up for about AppleViz, and then I'm asking about, oh, something else, something else, it'll get confused. So each session, you need to redo the session and have a new chat. So a new chat just erases everything, and it's like you're onto a new topic. Dismiss context menu. And then lastly, we have the dismiss this whole menu item. Let's go back left to the settings. New chat. Settings. Button. One finger double tap. Double tap to dismiss pop-up window. Button. Let's go right here. Settings. Heading. Close. Button. There's the close button. Account. Heading. Now this is the account area that you've signed in with. So if you want to review what your account is that you're signed into. Email. Thomas at Thimaki. So that shows my address there. Subscription. Free plan. Button. Tells you which subscription you have on. You are currently on the free plan. And the next button to the right of this is essentially the same thing. Upgrade to ChatGPT Plus button. So the advantage of upgrading to the ChatGPT Plus is that you get faster priority, meaning that as soon as you enter a message and send it, you're going to get faster response back. So you have a higher priority before anybody else, especially the free plan folks. Those that are free plan like myself, it's not too bad. You st you're going to have to wait a little longer. You're not in the high priority area. And it depends on the load and how many people are asking the question on that server at the time. It can take about five, seven seconds to get a response back. It's not horrible. It's not bad. It's doable for me. If you feel like you do want to upgrade it, you can certainly do so. Just one finger double tap on that, and I'll show you um, the advantage of that, which is a higher priority, and you'll be using the Model 4. However, this is not cheap. Um, looks like when I looked at this at last, it's 20 bucks a month, and that is a little too steep for me. My advice to you, if you want to save some bucks and you really do want to use the Model GPT-4, I'll tell you what. Get your web browser of choice up and go to chat.bing.com. That is the easiest way to access the very latest model. And since it's owned by Microsoft, Microsoft has a web page where you can ask questions just like we are going to do on this demonstration. But it's using the newer model, more accurate, and etc. But I'm happy with the 3.5 and the lower priority. The no big deal for me. Data controls button. Data control allows you to control your account. This is where you, at some point you want to export all the items you have asked in the history area. You can export that into one big clump and then there's an option to delete the account if you just want to get rid of the account entirely. Chat heading. This is your chat settings area. Haptic feedback. Switch button on. Double tap to toggle setting. This is what I was talking about. If the haptic feeling is just too much for you, and I understand there is kind of a long, lengthy haptic, but I keep it on for my reason is, is that it, that way I can tell it's done generating the answer and the um, the answer is ready for you to, to look at. So I, I like that to feel it, but if that's too much for you, you can just come in here and double tap to turn that off. About heading. And then, of course, you've got the About section, which is pretty much what you can expect in a typical About section. Help Center button link. If you'd like to know anything more about the app itself, frequently asked questions and help and support area, this is where you come to double tap. Terms of Use button. Privacy Policy button. Licenses button. 
ChatGPT for iOS, 1.2023.2592. So you get the idea what the About section is. And that's pretty much it. I don't really ever go in here other than for the haptic, perhaps, or if I want to use a different account. So let's head out of here. Let's go towards the top, four-finger tap at the top. Double tap the Dismiss pop-up window button. And I'm going to go to the right. Settings. Heading. Close. Button. Double-click on close. Menu. Button. Pop-up button. Double tap to activate the picker. All right. So let's get going. I'm going to show you uh, quite a few things you can do with Open AI GPT. There is so much you can do. The sky is the limit. And use your creative imagination. It does not hurt to ask all sorts of different questions. You can even have a conversation with the AI itself. You just say, hello, how are you doing? It'll actually respond back to you. It's pretty unique and kind of cool how it does that. But I use this for a lot of various reasons. And I'll show you some of the things you can do with it. New message. Text field. Double tap to edit. Use the rotor to access misspelled words. So let's do one finger double tap on the message here. New message. Text field is editing. Insertion point at start. And I'm going to use a dictation here, and I'm going to dictate a question here. What is AppleVis? What is AppleVis? All right, so now we know that it was dictated correctly. You always want to double check that because, you know, as I do when we do any type of dictation, it doesn't always get what you think you said. So it's always good to make sure that you're... <laughs> that it inserted it correctly. So let's go to the right until we get to the send button. Sent button. And one finger double tap, send it. Sent. Dimmed. Apple bit stop generating button. All right, so you hear that it says stop generating. So if you want to double tap that to stop, otherwise what's gonna happen is that your haptic feeling on your phone is gonna start shaking and vibrating. And when it is done generating the question, and it has an answer for you, it's going to stop with a haptic feeling. So that's the best way to know that it is done. Now, like I said, the period of time that it takes to get response will vary. Like that time, it took maybe two seconds. Other times, it may take a lot longer, maybe seven seconds. Now, about a third way up, or I say a third way down on your screen, one third down, just tap that portion there. Otherwise, you could just do a four-finger tap towards the top there, and swipe to the right, you'll see the menu button. Swipe to the right, you'll see your question. And then swipe to the right is the GPT answer back. So let me show you that first. Four finger tap to the top. Menu, button, pop up button. Go to the Double right. tap Thomas. What is AppleVis? And that way you can see the uh, question that you asked and go to the right. GPT. AppleVis is a website and community dedicated to providing information, resources, and support for blind and low vision users of Apple devices. It offers a wealth of accessibility-related content, including app reviews, guides, tutorials, and forums where users can share their experiences and ask questions. AppleVis aims to help individuals with visual impairments make the most of Apple's products and ensure equal access to technology. Isn't that amazing? That's, that, that's very good, and I like the summary of what the AppleVis is about. Now, because this is a conversation, we're still in the same session, I can ask more questions about AppleVis in this same discussion. So let's do that. Let's go to the right. New message. Text field is editing. Character mode. Insertion point at start. Use the rotor to access misspelled words. One finger double tap. Insertion point at end. And I'm going to do a follow-up question. When was AppleVis created? When was AppleVis created? All right, let's go to the right to send. Sent. Button. Double tap. Sent. Dimmed. 
Apple, stop generating button. And we get the cute haptic vibration again. Now this time I'm just gonna tap one third away down on the phone and it'll go directly to the answer that we just asked. When was Applevis created? GPT. Applevis was created in March, 2010. Since then, it has grown into a valuable resource for blind and low vision individuals who use Apple products. The community has continued to thrive and support each other over the years, sharing knowledge and advocating for accessibility in the Apple ecosystem. Very well done. And that was correct. It was created in 2010. And you'll see that by just tapping in that one third of the way down and went directly to the answer so you didn't have to do any swipe. So that's my advice to you and tip if you just want to get to the answer quickly. Let's do one more follow-up question here. New message. Text field is editing. Insertion point at end. All right. One of the cool thing that I found, and if this is something you could use as a teacher, is creating multiple trivia questions. Yes, it is so cool. I mean, there is just so many things that I wish I could show you, but I just don't have the time to do it. But check this out. Create trivia questions for beginners about Applevis. Inserted create trivia questions for beginners about Applevis. All right. So you can say for advanced users or whatever not, you can just bump up the level if you want. Let's go to the right here. Sent button. And remember, because it's in that same conversation and we had two response back, it's going to generate what you see in those conversations that we had. And that's why it's so important that these follow-up questions stays within that session or that conversation. That's why you need to create a new chat or a new topic when you're done with this conversation. So you can't just mix this up and just say, hey, what is the tallest mountain in North America or whatever, because they'll confuse it. So let's hit the send button. One finger double tap. Sent. Sure. Stop generating. Button. All right. That took a little longer, but let's do the, the tap at the one-third way down from the top. Sure. Here are a few trivia questions for beginners about Applevis. One. What is the purpose of Applevis? Two. In which year was Applevis created? Three. What kind of users does Applevis primarily cater to? Four. What types of resources can you find on the Applevis website? Five. Name one example of content you might find in an Applevis app review. Six. Does Applevis focus on accessibility for hearing impaired individuals or visually impaired individuals? Seven. How can users engage with the Applevis community and seek support? Eight. True or false? Applevis is an official website run by Apple Incorporated. Nine. Can you share a success story or achievement associated with Applevis? Ten. Name one other accessibility-focused initiative or feature by Apple. Feel free to use these questions for a trivia game or to test your knowledge about Applevis. Is that not cool? And check this out. I'll take it one step further. Let's go back to the new message. New message. Text field. Insertion point at end. Create some trivia question with multiple choices about Applevis. Now, I, what I've done, I'm asking for multiple choices to go along with the question that you have generated. Sent. Button. Sent. Dimmed. Certainly. Stop generating. Button. And let's see what we got here. Certainly. Here are a few multiple choice trivia questions about Applevis. 1. When was Applevis created? A. 2005 B. 2010 C. 2015 D. 2022. What is the primary focus of Applevis? A. Assisting users with hearing impairments. B. Providing resources for blind and low vision users. C. Supporting users with mobility challenges. D. Offering resources for learning foreign languages. 3. Which of the following can you find on the Applevis website? App reviews, B. Tutorials and guides, C. Community forums, D. All of the above. 
4. How can users engage with the AppleVis community? A. By participating in forums and discussions. B. By submitting app reviews and tutorials. C. By joining the AppleVis newsletter. D. All of the above. 5. Is AppleVis an official website run by Apple Incorporated? A. Yes. B. No. 6. Which Apple product is primarily the focus of AppleVis? A. Mac. B. iPhone. C. Apple Watch. D. All of the above. 7. True or false? AppleVis only provides resources for advanced users. A. True. B. False. 8. What is the main goal of AppleVis? A. Ensuring equal access to technology for everyone. B. Promoting environmental sustainability. C. Developing exclusive apps for visually impaired users. D. None of the above. Feel free to use these multiple choice questions to test your knowledge or engage in a fun trivia game about AppleVis. Amazing, right? It is all about the word and that you use. So it's going to be critical in how you phrase your question because you need to tell exactly what you are wanting. And so in that case, I asked, please generate some trivia questions. But this time I add with multiple choices. So that is something you have to learn over time is all about what you ask. So be very specific. The more that you give it, the better you understand what you're wanting to achieve. Now, for those who are probably asking, can I copy that? Because that could be useful, right? You can't. So in the area where I just tapped to get the results, we're going to do a long press. So that is a one finger, double tap, and hold. So let's do that. Copy button. The first option you can do is copy. So this is the one we want to double tap, and so I'll copy it to the clipboard. And from there, you can paste it to various other places, whether that's you want to keep it in with the notes, if you want to mail it to yourself, or whatever not. So that copy is the key point of this long press. There are other really good options under here I want to show you. Select text button. You can select certain text. That's an option as well. Regenerate response button. That is the big one. If the answer or the that you receive from OpenAI GPT, if it doesn't feel right, it's use your common sense. If it doesn't sound right or it's just not what you want, you can double tap regenerate that. That means it'll go back and come up with different sets of multiple choices, for example, or it'll rewrite the answer for you in a different way. And hopefully that'll be something that you are happy with. So try that out. It doesn't hurt to do that. And you'll be amazed how many different ways um, that it can regenerate the answer for you. Good response button. This is going to be essential. And I cannot say this enough. If you have the time, each time you get done with a session. So in this conversation, I'm done with asking about everything with Apple this. Are you happy with the, with the result? Was everything accurate? Let them know. Say yes, this was good and it was accurate. Otherwise, you go to the right. Bad response button. You can say no, it gave me incorrect information, etc. And please do this because what that does, it marks that. And so the people over at OpenAI will see that and they'll review it so they can correct the information and make it more accurate for future people that want to use that same question. So the more people asking more and more different questions and, and things like that, and if it's incorrect, the more people are that reports it, the better it's going to be for all of us. So I highly recommend you do that. Dismiss context menu button. And then we finally, we can dismiss this whole thing here. Dismiss context me menu button, pop-up button. Okay. Double so tap gonna, to activate the picker. I'm going to go to the top right here to the menu button again. And we were just there. So I'm going to do one finger double tap. 
new chat bullet turbo default for free users. So there's a new chat items for turbo. And unfortunately we have to swipe to the right until we get to new chat. Rename, but delete, button, history, settings, new chat, button. Double tap that. New message, text field, is editing, insertion point at start. Use the rotor to access misspelled words. Insertion point at end. All right, so we are ready with a new session or new set of conversation. So what else can we do? Well, the other day I was craving for something sweet and I was thinking, what can I make in the kitchen that would be yummy for the whole family to eat? So I ask the following item, can you give me a recipe for the Rice Krispie Treat and cooking instructions? Inserted, can you give me a recipe for the Rice Krispie Treat and cooking instructions? All right, so let's go see what he has to say. Full screen input. Button. Sent. Button. Double tap. Sent. Dimmed. Certainly. Stop generating. Button. He is now generating the answers for you. The haptic just stopped. So once again, tap the about one third of the way down. Certainly. Here is a classic recipe for Rice Krispie treats. Ingredients. Bullet three tablespoons butter. Bullet four cups mini marshmallows. Bullet six cups Rice Krispies cereal. Instructions. 1. Grease a 9 by 13 inch baking dish or line it with parchment paper. 2. In a large pot, melt the butter over low heat. 3. Add the marshmallows to the pot and stir until completely melted and smooth. 4. Remove the pot from heat and add the Rice Krispies cereal. Stir well to evenly coat the cereal with the marshmallow mixture. 5. Transfer the mixture into the prepared baking dish. 6. Using a greased spatula or your hands, lightly greased with butter or cooking spray, press the mixture firmly and evenly into the dish. 7. Allow the Rice Krispie treats to cool and set for about 30 minutes. 8. Once cooled and set, cut into squares or desired shapes. Enjoy! These tasty treats are a great snack for any occasion, and you can even add variations like chocolate chips, sprinkles, or peanut butter for some extra flavor. Enjoy making and savoring your homemade Rice Krispie treats. That was pretty darn good. I like the additional advice putting chocolate chips and sprinkles in there as well. That is correct, and if you don't like that, and use your common sense sometimes, it is rare, but I have seen recipes just gone a little bit awry, but more times than not, that is correct. That sounds reasonable, and like I mentioned before, you do a long press and regenerate it, that doesn't sound right, but in this case, it is perfect. The only method or advice I have, if you're going to make that, do not use your hand to pat down. It is hot and will burn your hand, those melted marshmallows will burn your hand, I, I would highly recommend getting a wax paper and then press it down or use your spatula. But anywho, that was correct, and you can copy that if you wish. What else can we do? Well, that's a good question. Let's go to the new chat area. Once again, you know the routine. Top right, go to menu. Menu, button, new chat bullet turbo, default for rename, delete, history, settings, new chat, button, new message, text field, is editing, insertion point at end. We can ask to create jokes. I know, crazy, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll ask a joke here. Tell me a joke about Apple and foldable smartphones. Inserted, tell me a joke about Apple and foldable smartphones. Sent, button, sent, dimmed. Why did the Apple executive refuse to try a foldable smartphone? Because they didn't want their devices to be bent out of shape. What a hoot. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So yeah, you can create jokes with this. Isn't that amazing? All right, let's ask another conversation or, all right, let's start a new chat again. Menu, button, new chat bullet, rename, delete, history, settings, new chat, button, new message, text field, is editing, insertion point at end. 
do you have very complex questions? Sometimes you're asking a child and they say, why is the sky blue and stuff like that? You know what? I don't always have the answer. I don't know. And I like to know myself. Well, ask the chat GPT. It knows a lot. And one of those things, you can even define exactly how you want to ask a complex question. For example, let me show you this. Tell me what a wormhole is if I am 10 years old. Insert it. Tell me what a wormhole is if I am 10 years old. So you can ask how you want the answer to come back. You can create this for a five-year-old answer. You can ask for a college level, whatever that is. So sometimes when I ask these kind of questions, and I'll get pretty complex answers back, right? It's like, that didn't really help me. I don't know a lot of these jargons for science and stuff. So you have to dumb it down a little bit, right? And then in this case, I'm blaming on a 10-year-old kid. I'm doing it for a 10-year-old kid. Hint, hint. It's just me. <laughs> so let's see what it has to say. Sent. Button. Sent. Dim. Sure. Stop generating. Button. Sure. Imagine you have a piece of paper, and you want to go from one side to the other, but it takes a long time to walk around. Now, what if you could fold that paper in half so that the two sides touch each other? That's kind of like a wormhole. In space, a wormhole is like a shortcut or a tunnel that connects two different parts of the universe. It's a special kind of path that can take you from one place to another much faster than traveling through regular space. It's like bending space and time to make the distance shorter. Wormholes are just a concept for now, and scientists are still trying to understand if they really exist and how they work. They are often seen in science fiction movies and books, where spaceships can use them to travel quickly between distant places. It's a fascinating idea. Isn't that amazing, right? Hi, let's, let's ramp this up a little bit. I got something here that I can relate, and I think a lot of you can relate as, as well. Let's go to a new chat here. Menu. Button. New chat bullet turbo. Rename. Delete. History. Settings. New chat. Button. New message. Text field. The next thing up is word problems. All right, guys. I'm going to tell you the honest truth here. I did well in math. I did really well. I did algebra, algebra 2, trig. I did geometry. I even went up to calculus. And the one area I always had a horrible problem with is word problems, right? I think a lot of us can say the same thing. So if you have any math equation you need help with and you need help to figure out step-by-step, step, well, guess what? The chat GPT will be there to help you. Maybe you're a parent. And you're like me. Sometimes we dread doing math with our kids because you're like, oh, man, I've totally forgot how the how this works. And how I don't know. But, hey, this is like a little learning center that you can ask a question and hopefully give you the answer. No, kids, do not use this for your homework to do. You need to understand how this works on your own. All right. <laughs> All right, so I have a word problem here. Let me put that in. There are 249 dogs signed up for a dog show. There are 136 more small dogs than large dogs. 20 small dogs failed to show up. 12 large dogs also failed to show up. 30 large dogs came unannounced. What is the ratio of small dogs to large dogs that made it to the show? Uh, <laughs> if you're like me, I'm like, I'll oh, forget it. I'll just uh, <laughs> go ask your teacher. Well, check this out. So let me... Go to the send button here. Full screen input. Sent. Button. One freaking double tap. Sent. Dimmed. Let's calculate the number of small and large dogs that made it to the show. Number of small dogs signed up. 249, 136 equals 113. Number of large dogs signed up. 136. 
Number of small dogs that made it to the show. 11320 equals 93. Number of large dogs that made it to the show. 13612 plus 30 equals 154. The ratio of small dogs to large dogs that made it to the show is 93. 15 4, which can be simplified to 3, 5. Whoa. <laughs> right? So that it's just so neat how this able to break things down in simple terms for you. And the best thing, you can copy that, right? If you're a Braille display user, you can just obviously go back and just reread that closely. You can also regenerate the answer to give it in a different form. So if that's too too complex for you still, or that just doesn't sound right, can you regenerate that in a different way? You can do that. And that's the beautiful part about it. You just regenerate the question. So what else can we do? Let's go to the menu again. Menu. Button. New chat bullet. Rename. Rename. Delete. History. Settings. But new chat. Button. New message. Text field. Insertion point at end. All right. So some of the things you can do, it can create songs and poems and stuff like that. So if you have something in an idea how or what way you want to do a particular song. So in this case, let's do this. Tell me a rap song about Applevis. Inserted tell me a rap song about Applevis. So it's going to create a song for me in rap about Applevis. Sent. Button. Yeah, we'll make this the official song for Applevis. Sent. Dim. Verse 1. Stop generating. Button. Alright, let's see what the song says. Verse 1. Yo, listen up. Let me break it down. I got a rap about Applevis, the talk of the town. It's a platform for the blind, helping them see, navigating through technology, making it easy. Chorus. Applevis, where the blind can thrive, accessing apps, taking strides, from voiceover to Siri, they're in control, empowering the visually impaired, reaching their goals. Verse 2, with Applevis, the blind can explore, iPhones, iPads, Macs, and more, voiceover speaks, guiding their way, accessibility features, a brighter day. Chorus, Applevis, where the blind can thrive, accessing apps, taking strides, from voiceover to Siri, they're in control, empowering the visually impaired, reaching their goals. Verse 3, reviews and forums, a community strong, sharing knowledge, Nothing goes wrong. They discuss tips and tricks, share their needs. Applevis is the place where they succeed. Chorus, Applevis, where the blind can thrive, accessing apps, taking strides, from voiceover to Siri, they're in control, empowering the visually impaired, reaching their goals. Bridge, so let's celebrate the power of inclusion, technology's potential, there is no confusion. Applevis, a beacon of light, breaking barriers, shining so bright. Chorus, Applevis, where the blind can thrive, accessing apps, taking strides, from voiceover to Siri, they're in control, empowering the visually impaired, reaching their goals. Outro, so raise your voice, let the world know, Applevis is here, watch it grow, inclusivity matters, let's make it clear, Applevis, spreading accessibility cheer. What a hoot. <laughs> you don't like that? Regenerate it. It will create a new set of lyrics for a song that you want to make up. It's just mind-boggling, isn't it? Let's do another one here. Let's go to menu and do the same routine here. Menu. Button. New chat bullet terp. Rename. Rename. Delete. History. Settings. New chat. Button. New message. Text field. Insertion point at end. You can do the same thing here. You can create a summary. So you want to summarize something that you found. Or let's say I want to do a short essay. Yes. Once again, kids, write this first. But for those older folks out there, hey, this is a great way to start an idea. I just need something to help me spur an idea up or how to start writing the essay. 
And that's what's going to be the beautiful part about the chat GPT in my thinking is that it's not going to essentially replace things. I think it's just going to assist you and help you. So if you need some ideas for blogging or if you need anything like that, this is a great way to start. So if I want a short essay, I'll just do this. Write a short essay about Bob Iger. Inserted write a short essay about Bob Iger. Okay, let's go to the right. Sent. Button. Sent. Dimmed. Bob Iger. Stop generating. Button. Now it's generating about the Bob Iger. And for those that don't know Bob Iger, you will in a moment. Bob Iger, a visionary leader in the world of entertainment. Bob Iger is a name synonymous with visionary leadership and remarkable success in the world of entertainment. As the former CEO and chairman of the Walt Disney Company, his tenure marked a transformative era that propelled the company to unprecedented heights. With his strategic foresight, bold decisions, and unwavering dedication to innovation, Iger solidified his reputation as one of the most influential figures in the industry. Iger's journey began in humble roots, working as a weatherman and a studio supervisor before joining ABC. I'm going to stop right there. We don't need the whole thing. But you get the legit, and that is the beautiful about this. You can essentially do so much with this. I'm going to show you one more example, and what I use on a daily basis myself, besides asking a lot of questions, is to help me rewrite statements or emails or whatever you want to recreate into a different format. So let me show you here. Let's go to the menu and do a new chat. Menu, button, new chat, bullet turbo, rename, rename, delete, history, settings, but new chat, button, new message, text field, insertion point at end. All right, so I've inserted a new message here. Listen to this first and you'll see the statement that I wanted to rewrite. And basically I'm telling it to please rewrite this into a professional tone and style. You can ask to do all sorts of different things. You can put it in a casual, you can put it in a funny way. It is all about what you add to it is what makes it works. And this is great for work stuff. And this is what I love about it, that I'm able to take my reports and convert it into a professional tone. So it's assisting me. And you can also tell it to check for grammar and spelling. Cool. So here's what it's the message I put in. New message, text field is editing. Rewrite this for me after being introduced in late 2022. It's quickly taken the tech world by storm. With the system, you can ask almost anything and get an answer in a conversational tone. ChatGPT remembers the conversation and even assists with complex tasks like coding. And while there have been a number of third-party apps available to use the chatbot, OpenAI has just unveiled the official ChatGPT app on the App Store. The app is simple and easy to use, with a professional tone and style. Insertion point at end. Okay, so now let's send it. Full screen input. Sent button and see what we get in terms of professional tone and style. Sent dimmed GPT. And here's the results. Since its introduction in late 2022, the revolutionary technology has swiftly captivated the tech industry. This remarkable system allows users to inquire about a wide range of subjects and receive responses in a natural conversational manner. Notably, ChatGPT possesses the ability to retain contextual information from previous exchanges and even aids in intricate undertakings such as coding. Although several third-party applications have been accessible for utilizing this chatbot, OpenAI has recently revealed the official ChatGPT app on the App Store, elevating the user experience to new heights. The application boasts a user-friendly interface, characterized by its simplicity and ease of use, ensuring a seamless interaction. Just simply amazing. Now you can see why I have put this right on my front home screen. I use this for so many different things. 
It's incredible what you can throw at it and the answer it gets back. Now, before I head out of here, let me wrap this up. Let me go back to the menu because there's a couple more things I want to show you before we head out. Menu, button, new chat bullet turbo, default for free users. You get the option. Now, go to the right. Rename, button. You get this new thing called rename. Now, you've probably seen that a couple times, and I kept going over that. Each session and conversation that I was telling you about before, you can rename that if you wish. And that comes in play in the history area. So we will skip that for now and go to history, and I'll show you what I mean. Delete button. You can delete that conversation or that session entirely so it doesn't make it into the history. So every time you hit the new chat, it will go into the history area. If you do not want it to go to history before you hit the new chat, you'll have to double tap that to delete it from preventing it to go into history. Let's go to the right here. History button. All right, let's go into history. History heading. This is going to show every session or conversation that you have had. So, for example, you go to the right. Close button. There's the close button. Go to the right. Search. Search field. Double tap to edit. This obviously is going to pile up. You're going to have so many different conversation and sessions you had. So you might have to search for something. But it's broken up into dates. So it'll show as today. Today. So if it was something from yesterday, you'll just keep swiping to right to get to yesterday's area. ChatGPT app unveiled since its introduction in late 2022. So that is the item that I we just did just now telling you to rewrite something. If you swipe down, delete, you can delete that. If you double tap and hold on that particular item, rename button, you'll get the option to rename it. So you can rename it right here on the fly so you don't have to keep renaming each session. If you wanted to kind of break that down into something more legible, you need to remember, oh yeah, that's what that's about. You can do that rename. Delete button. Delete. Dismiss context menu. Dismiss button. Dismiss context menu. Let's go to another item here so I can show you about this and what you can expect. So if I go to the right. Bob Iger's visionary Apple vs. Rap song, verse one. Yo. Let's just say I like that. I want to go back and see what the rap song is for AppleViz, right? You just do one finger double tap. GPT. And essentially, this will take you back to the main page as if you're in that conversation about that song. And then from here, you can re-listen to what it had to do with the answer. Verse one. Yo, listen up. Let me break it down. I got a... And this is the cool part is that I can go down to the new message and follow up on that conversation, on that existing conversation so it knows where you left off for that session. And as I mentioned before, there is so many ways you can use the OpenGPT. It's just mind-blowing. And this is just a Model 3.5. It does a reasonable good job at my Thought. And if it's something critical or if you need something that's done a little bit more accurate because it's important, then give the GPT fourth model a try at chat.bing.com. You can download the Microsoft Bing iOS app as well. I just don't find it very easy to use. It's not very accessible. It is usable and it is a little bit clunky. You can do it that way as well. And as always, always take everything that tells you with a pinch of salt because more times than not, it is accurate, and sometimes it just gives just weird answers, and that can happen from time to time. So just keep that in mind. 
Now, at the time of the podcast, unfortunately, this is only for the United States users. So hopefully very soon in the future, keep checking your app store in your country app store, and hopefully it'll be coming out very soon in your region. I hope this finds on your home screen. And if you have found some pretty cool questions and answers that you'd like to share, please do so. Come to Apple Vist, find this podcast, and leave a comment in that posting. I would love to hear what everybody's experience has been like and what cool things you found. All right, well, that's going to do for me. My name is Thomas Donville, also known as Anonymous. Till next time, bye-bye. This AppleVis podcast has been brought to you by the community of AppleVis.com for the latest in resources and tips and tricks to get you the best experience from your Apple device. Visit www.applevis.com.